Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You're welcome again to Sunday School this morning. Today is the first Sunday in the month of October. Our God is good. Our God is awesome. He is merciful. He has kept us in the beginning of the year. God surely deserves our praise. Please let us pray. Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. Indeed, you've been so kind to us. You've been so faithful. Thank you for bringing us again to Sunday school this morning. Thank you for bringing us to the first Sunday in the month of October. Lord, we be glorified in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, as we go into God's word, teach us yourself. Minister God's life unto us in the name of Jesus. And give us the grace even to be a doer of, your, of God's word in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, our topic is, we're looking at lesson five, and the topic is Jesus' mission. Jesus' mission. Before we go into our lesson five, we're going to do a quick recap of lesson four. The topic for lesson four was Jesus the Son of God. Jesus the Son of God. And we read the book of John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3 and verse 14. Then Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 to 17. I remember verse was taken from John chapter 1, verse 14, which says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And our central truth for that lesson was Jesus as the Savior of the world. And the outcome, our expectation for that lesson was that we, at the end of the lesson, we should know who Jesus is. In summary, Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. He was in the beginning. He's the Word of God. He was, he was ever before the creation of the earth. And God sent Jesus to come and die for our sins. He became flesh and draws amongst us. Jesus was crucified on the cross for the remission of our sin. Now, he was crucified, he rose again, and he ascended into heaven, and he sits in heaven advocating for us. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, is our redeemer, our rock, our shepherd, is the man who goes with us. And God's ultimate desire is for us to become joint heads with Jesus, and all we need to do is to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. And when we do this, it means that we become born again. And once we become born again, just as Jesus is the Son of God, we also become sons of God. And one of the expectations of the sons of God is that we should shine our light. So shine your light. You have given your life to Christ, not just you know, to sit down with it, you are to shine with your light. Pray that the Lord will help you in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's go to our lesson for today. The topic is Jesus' mission. Um, our Bible text, we are reading Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 to 12, and John chapter 15, verse 13. So I'll read quickly from here. I hope you have your Bibles, Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 12. Now the birth of Jesus was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make a public example 
was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on those things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. You know, that is the story of you know, when Jesus was conceived, Mary was uh, betrothed to Joseph, and though this ghost overshadowed her, she became pregnant. But we see a mission for Jesus in that verse, in verse 21, that he shall save his people from their sin. Okay, so let's go to John 15, verse 13. It said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friend. So Jesus came, laid down his life for his friend, laid down his life for us. Why? So that we may be saved from our sins. Praise the Lord. Our memory verse is taken from Luke chapter 19, verse 10. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. Let's take it together. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Let's take it again. Luke chapter 19, verse 10. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. So our lesson out comes at the end of this study. We should know why Jesus came to this world. And our central truth is that Jesus came to the world to save the lost. Jesus came to this world to save the lost. So moving on to our introduction. At the beginning, Man fell and died spiritually, but God wanted us to be reconciled back to him. So he sent his son, Jesus, to die for the sins of the world. Before he could die, he had to come like a normal man, experience all that a man experiences, yet without the nature of sin. Remember what happened in the Garden of Eden? When Adam and Eve, our first parents, when they fell in the Garden of Eden, that you know, man died spiritually. And they, they, there came a wide gap between man and God. And, you know, God, there were different solutions in the Old Testament. You know, a lot of um, the, the blood of bulls, the blood of doves and all that. But those, they were not potent enough to cleanse man once and for all. And God had to send Jesus, his only begotten son, to die for man once and for all. Praise God. When we're talking about the love of God, there was a story I talked about, about the person who made a boat, a, a paper a paper wooden boat, and this water current carried it away, and he had to buy it again. He had to buy it again from his shop. Okay? That is the same thing that Jesus came to do. He created us, we sinned, and he came to buy us back. With the blood of the Lamb, He paid a huge price for us. Praise the living Jesus. So let's move on to our study guide. Hey, what is a mission? What is a mission? A mission is an assignment or task given to a person or a group of people that fulfills a purpose. You know, you have a mission, like our mission in the redeemed Christian Church of God to, you know, to... The, the vision is to make heaven and to take as many people, as many people as possible with us. And to do this, you know, without that Nasai breaking it down, to take as many, many people to have uh, members of Redeemed in at least all families of the world. That is 
you know, a mission, an assignment that has to, that has to fulfill a purpose. So Jesus came on a mission. He didn't just come to this world just like that. So the mission and purpose predates the birth of man. It is what God predestines for a man before the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. What God has predestined for a man before the foundation of the world. Hospital chapter 1 verse 20 says, Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Praise God. And we see an example in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, which says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. That was God talking about Jeremiah. The same thing goes for you, my dear teenager. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, God knew you. So you are not a product of an accident. It doesn't matter what you have heard or what you have been told, that maybe the pregnancy was a mistake. No, you are not a mistake. Before you were formed, God knew you. You are not an accident. You are here in this world for a mission, to accomplish a mission for God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, moving on to our study guide B. What is Jesus' mission? What is Jesus' mission? Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. Where Jesus was saying that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let me open it quickly so that we read it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me to... I don't want to quote it wrongly. Okay. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So we see that Jesus, from our memory verse, Luke 19, verse 10, Jesus has come to seek and to save the lost. He has come to seek and to save the lost. So if you right now, if you feel lost, you feel all hope is lost, Jesus came for you. He came to seek you. He came to save you. Praise God. And in verse 18 of chapter 4 of Luke, Jesus has come to preach the gospel to the poor. He also came to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. Do you feel like you don't even know where you're going? Jesus came for you. He has also come to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And of course, Jesus has come to comfort all that mourn. You know, this year has been such an awesome year. Peradventure you find yourself mourning, Jesus came because of you. So blessed are those that mourn because they shall be comforted. You know, the comforter is here. And I pray that you be comforted in Jesus' name. So we, that is the mission of Jesus, to seek and to save the lost, to preach the gospel to the poor, to preach deliverance, to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, to comfort all that mourn. Praise the Lord. 
So our application and invitation, God already destined the blood of Jesus as a man before the foundation of the world because he had us in mind, because of the great love he had for mankind. Have you received Jesus into your life? Have you? Have you? If you have not received Jesus into your life, he came to reconcile you back to our Father God. Open your heart to him and receive the very life of God manifesting in you. Jesus came for you. He came with died on the cross of Calvary for you. For the remission of your sin, embrace him. It doesn't matter how deep you think that sin is. Jesus came to seek you and to save you. In conclusion, Jesus had a mission on earth. He didn't just come to while away time or to see how it felt for God to come in human flesh. He came to die for man's sin. Even when he knew no man, no sin, because without the shedding of the blood, there could be no remission or forgiveness of sin. Without the shedding of the blood, there could be no remission. So he came and saved us once and for all with the blood of the Lamb. Praise the God. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, We have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. You know, sin came into this world by one man's offense and salvation has come to us even by one man's obedience. That is the obedience of Jesus. And all you need to do is to embrace this, uh, what the Lord has done for us on the cross of Calvary. Amen. So let's go to our activity and prayer point. So what is God saying in the text? Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 to 21 and John 15 verse 13. You know, in that text, Jesus was conceived of the Holy Ghost. And Mary was a virgin. She was pure when she became pregnant. Then Jesus came to save his people from their sin. We saw that in Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. And in John chapter 15 verse 13, no love is greater than the love of Jesus for mankind. Because the Bible said that no greater love at this that a man should lay down his life for his friend. So what is God saying? The Holy Spirit has the ability to incubate my life such that I conceive and execute my mission. Mary was found worthy because of her purity. Purity is essential in our work with God and part of the people that Jesus came to save from sin. Jesus loves me. Love for me is deep. Jesus' love for me is deep. So let us pray. Say, Jesus, please make me an instrument in your hands. Lord Jesus, make us instruments in your hands. Use us for your glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us the grace to be a do.